And so when the world defines happiness, this is the definition of happiness. It's controlling your circumstances in a way that it's always favorable to you. Like everything is good for you all the time. But as we look at the message of the angels this morning to the shepherds, when they said great joy to them, they weren't equally that with you're just going to be happy all the time. I mean, they were promising the shepherds that you know Jesus is going to come and he's going to give you bigger barns, more animals, more wealth. And in my fear, you guys, is if we think that joy, like biblical joy, equals happiness, what we begin to do is we begin to worship this idol of control and certainty in our lives. But if you and I think joy means that everything has to be perfect in our lives at all the time, then we will begin to worship this idol of control and manipulation and trying to get people to do what we want. Uh, this past week I was I was just praying and I had this low, just this low level of frustration in my heart as I was praying. And I was asking Lord, I was like, why do I feel this way? And he just reminded me, I felt this way because I was frustrated that I couldn't control certain things in my life. You know, I was, I was frustrated because I couldn't control maybe the behavior of other people or the outcomes of certain things that I was involved in, so I began to get frustrated. And if I believe that my joy was found in always getting what I wanted, then I would continue to worship this idol of control. And it's good for me to hear because I thought about what can I actually control in my life? Like, what can you actually be certain of in your life, really? For example, I can't control if I'm going to breathe. You can't control if your heart is going to beat the next beat, right? I can't be certain that my kids are going to grow up and love Jesus and follow Jesus as much as I want them to. I can't control how people drive on the road, even though I would very much like to. I can't be certain that, that my marriage is going to turn out the way that I want it to. And so what the Bible declares to us is this, they're one that God is sovereign. So we can step back and we can rest in the sovereignty of God. That he has all things working for his glory and for our good. But 
But just believing that God is sovereign doesn't mean we just sit back and say, well, whatever will be, will be. That God invites us to work with Him. And I feel like it's in this place when you and I, when we think that joy is in our happiness, that we need to try to force things in our life to happen. I remember when I first became a Christian, I was at this uh, Christian, uh, Christian organization. And this, this, this girl walked up to me and she said, God told me that uh, we're going to get married. And I was like, that's funny because God didn't tell me that. And she was sad on this because she was trying to force something to happen instead of resting in the sovereignty of God. And a lot of times we do that in our lives because we want to worship this idol of control. So the first thing, joy is not is not equal happiness, okay? Alright, number two, joy does not equal, does not mean that we have the absence of suffering or pain in our lives. <coughs> we don't have to go through the whole Bible to talk about suffering and pain. It's all throughout Scripture, right? And we have two of the greatest examples for us. Number one, we have Paul. Paul says in Romans 5 3, this it'll be up here. It says, and not only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance. Uh, now, one of the most unique things about Christianity, you guys, is that we have the ability to rejoice in the midst of pain and in the midst of suffering. So Paul says, hey, even in suffering and pain, we can have joy. The second, thing, the second example is Jesus, right? Jesus in John 15, 11, he says this, uh, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Do you guys believe that Jesus was someone who had joy? Even though people called him a man of sorrows, he suffered, he still had joy. If you guys remember, Jesus' first miracle was turning water into what? Into wine. Grape juice, if you grew up where I grew up, but wine in the Bible. And the reason is because Jesus wanted to celebrate. He wanted to have a party with these people and reveal who he was because he was someone who had joy. Um, I think I, one of the things I love about the Bible is that the Bible is very clear on your pain, on your suffering, on the reality of living life in a fallen world. Now, I think that's 
讲得很清楚哈，在我们的生活当中，这是一个堕落的世界，我们一定会有痛苦，一定会有悲哀。This past week or a couple weeks ago, I was talking to this guy who started reading the Bible for the first or second time. 那几周之前，我有跟一个男的呢，就是交谈了，他也开始在读圣经。And he said, you know, who who wrote the the book of Psalms? 然后他就问我说，到底是谁写诗篇啊 ？And I said, David. 我就说是大卫写的。He said it's cool because he felt like what David was describing in the Psalms were the very thing that he was experiencing right now. These emotions and these Struggles that God was speaking to him, even someone that wrote it three thousand years ago. 好像很有意思哦，大卫三千年写的每一个字句，跟他现在三千年后在经历的呢，几乎是很相同的。And what I want to communicate this morning, guys, is that even in the example of Paul and Jesus, that if you're someone who is suffering, you're going through something hard, joy can still be yours. 所以呢，我们今天早上真的要记得，不管你是在受什么痛苦，或者是在经历什么苦难，这些事情当中都可以体验到喜乐。You know, I think sometimes in the church, and I've done this, is、uh, we we feel like we almost have to put on a show when we come to to gather together, or we see people. It's like just be happy, just smile, even if you're going through something hard. 有时候在教会呢，其实很难的，因为纵使呢你有一些这个不好的困难的背景，可是你还是要跟人家这个笑脸以对。I grew up in a home where you know it doesn't matter if mom and dad are fighting at home or my brother just hitting each other in the car. When you get to church, you better smile, you better put on a happy face, and pretend that nothing's wrong. 那在美国的时候，可能呢，我们去教会之前，家里面呢就是有打架啊，或者是吵吵闹。可是你到教会之后，好像似乎什么事情都没发生。But the Bible gives us more than that. The Bible says you don't have to pretend or fake it until you make it. It can teach us to have joy. Even in those moments. 圣经却这样子的告诉我，你不需要去假装。你在这样子的困境当中，你仍然持守，你会感受到那个喜乐。All right, so we just we see from scripture number one that joy does not equal happiness. It's not the same. And joy doesn't mean that we don't have pain and suffering in our life. That's the same. 大家了解了。第一个，就喜乐呢，它并不代表是快乐，就是愉快。第二个呢，喜乐不代表不会有受苦。Alright, so what is joy? 那到底什么是喜乐 ？Alright, the first thing is we see from scripture that joy comes from God. 那圣经有这样讲啊，喜乐来自于神。Psalm thirty eleven and Psalm sixteen eleven says this. You turned my lament into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. You reveal the path of life to me, and in your presence is abundant joy. At your right hand are eternal pleasures. 好，在诗篇这样子写哈，你必把生命的路指示我，在你面前有满足的喜乐，在你的右手中有永远的福乐。你已经把我的悲哀变为舞蹈，把我的麻衣脱去，又给我穿上欢乐。Um, but the Bible declares, guys, that God created joy in the very fabric of creation. That the earth rejoices in who God is. 那我们知道，当上帝创造喜乐的时候，是用的是这个我们看到的一切的这个自然哈，所以整个全地都欢喜快乐。And I think what's interesting is that scientists are、uh, have been looking at our brains for a very long time. 那我们知道，科学家呢一直都在研究我们人脑。And, and what they discovered was this. It's pretty amazing. That you have something in your brain called your joy center. And it's actually the only part of your brain that continues to develop after your、uh, childhood. 
一直持续，就是会记得到你童年的一些时光。So think about that. That God puts something in your body that says, until you see Him face to face, you can continue to grow in your capacity to experience joy. 你想想看呢，这是上帝创造的的一个快乐中枢，而且这个快乐中枢会一直不断的成长。这个成长是让你不断的去体验欢喜快乐。And that's so powerful because what God is telling you and communicating to me. Is that if you come to me, I have so much joy you can't even. It's like you can't ever、uh, deprive joy or deplete God out of His joy. There's so much joy that we can continue to grow into Him. This 真的是大有能力的，因为你就是一直不断在成长，而且这个成长里面是要去分享上帝所要给我们的喜悦的成长。And I believe that it's because we have this capacity to grow in our joy that we find ourselves addicted to every single type of thing because we seek pleasure, we seek joy. Instead of running to God the Father and having true joy in Him, 神给我们这样的喜乐，可是呢，我们却放纵自己去寻求上帝以外的那一种短暂的欢愉。Okay, so God created joy; He's the source of joy, right? 神创造喜乐，所以它是喜乐的泉源。Number two, 第二点 ，biblical joy comes from not only who God is, but what God has done in the gospel. 耶稣的福音带领带来喜乐。Uh, Paul says this in Romans 5:11. He says, "And not only that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received this reconciliation." Paul in Romans 5:11 says, "Not only that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received this reconciliation." Paul in Romans 5:11 says, "Not only that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received this reconciliation." 那想想看哈，如果说你出去旅行回来之后呢，听说你的朋友呢帮你还清所有的债务，你会很欢喜吧 ？Well, depends. Right? 知道哦。Just like a two hundred dollar credit card debt. 可能是两百块而已啊。Or is this like a twenty thousand dollar student loan debt? 还是你的两万块的这个债务呢？哪一个比较开心 ？And I feel like that's what the what's what the Bible is pointing out to us. 这个就是圣经要告诉我们的。To the degree that we see the amount of debt that Jesus paid on the cross for us, 当耶稣基督为我们死在十字架上，对你而言，他是达到什么样子的一个程度，你就会得到什么样程度的喜乐。如果你觉得这样子的死对你来说是一个极大付上的代价，你就会非常拥有这样子。That when we realize that we are separated from God, even though He made us, and that Jesus took our mistakes, our sin, everything we have done, are doing, and will do, and He paid for it on the cross. When we know that our sin is separated from God, but God, because of me, died on the cross, not I died. Think about it. Your joy will be how great. He says that when you do that, there's this depth of joy that begins to rise out of your heart in gratefulness to what Jesus has done. 欢喜的程度跟你认为上帝到底对你成就了生命当中多大的事情是成正比的。You know, Paul says in Philippians, he says that I've learned how to be content in all things, whether rich or poor. I've learned how to be content. 保罗在腓立比书说呢，我在凡事上都知道知足，不管我是富足的还是贫穷的，我都知足。And he says that my contentment comes from knowing what Jesus has done for me, knowing what He continues to do for me, and what He will do. My contentment is not only in what Jesus has done for me, but in what He will do. 
And when I thought about contentment in the gospel, just joy in the gospel, um, I thought about my son Isaac. 那我在这个读圣经、想这个圣经里面的这个呃喜乐的时候，我就想到我的儿子 Isaac， 小儿子。You guys have met Isaac. I mean, he's just like a bubble of joy. Like, he's so excited about everything. You know, what's interesting is that Isaac has a bunch of allergies. And so he can't eat certain foods that you and I would get a lot of joy from. And last month we were at a Thanksgiving dinner, and there's this just table full of. Turkey and stuffing and you know pie, all the stuff that adults we love. 上个星期呢，我们呃上个月我们有去一个这个感恩节餐会，那个桌上充满了很多火鸡大餐的美食。And I, and I remember Isaac is sitting there and he can't have any of it basically. And so what we brought him was we brought him this box of white rice. 那我们呢就带着小儿子去，我小儿子就坐在这么多美食面前，他没有一样东西都，他没有一样东西可以吃的，所以我们就带着白饭去参加这个感恩节餐会。And some of you guys are frowning right now, but this is Isaac's response. We set the box in front of him, all this food is there, and he's like, "Yes, you know, buy five. Like I get to eat as much rice as I want." 那那有些人讲说，天哪，这么多美食吃不了。可是呢，当我的小儿子看到我们把白饭倒出来放在他盘上时，他说：“哇，好棒哦，有白饭可以吃了。” What it looks like to just have contentment and joy in the gospel, and not be tempted or lured out by all these other things, but just have joy in you. And so we see that number two, joy comes from what God has done in the gospel, rejoicing in what Jesus has done for us. We know. 这个喜乐就是欢喜快乐。耶稣因为福音为我们所成就的事，这个就是喜乐。I finally see that joy, biblical joy, is actually a fruit of the Holy Spirit. 那我也真的知道哈，这个书合乎圣经原则，喜乐呢是透过圣灵而有的。John 15:11, we read it before we read it again. Says this: These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. 在约翰福音十五章一节，好，过去了。Go for a little bit more. Back. One more. Oh, it's okay. 好。It's okay. Okay. 就是约翰福音十五章十一节。These things I spoke to you that my joy might be in you. 就是呃，我已经跟你说过了，我的喜乐必在你们里面。好，来了。Okay, so you can't be certain that God wants all of them to work, can you? Um, and so, guys, Jesus, when he's actually telling the disciples this, it's in the context of when he's telling them that the way that you have the fruit of the Holy Spirit in your life is by abiding in me. 那耶稣其实就在跟他们徒说哈，你们如果要拥有生命当中属灵的果子，你就要长存在我里面。And what I love about what Jesus says is he says the way that we abide in him is actually being more and more reliant on the Holy Spirit that he's given us. 那长存在神里面的意思是我们越来越多的依靠圣灵。And the way that Jesus breaks this down is he says, "My joy." Think about that. Think about the joy of Jesus. 
Not a joy that's like Jesus's. Not a joy that Jesus just talks about. But Jesus's joy. And so what Jesus says is this joy that I have through the Holy Spirit living in you and living in me. He says, I give you my joy. And this is the beautiful thing about the gospel because the gospel is all about Jesus giving us what's His. I mean, he takes what's ours, which is sin and mistakes and shame, and he gives us what's his, which is joy and righteousness and his peace and his life. And so this is the gospel that says no longer do you have to perform to be a standard, no longer do you have to perform to, to get joy, but the gospel says that I've died so that you might have my joy. And so overall, I thought that this is a, a biblical definition of joy would be up here. It's a gift from God, a state of peace and happiness that comes from a deep-seated trust and belief of who God is and what He's done and who I am. And I think what God is communicating to us through the gospel and through the scriptures is that He's saying, listen, try me. And it's too bad that a lot of times people think that Christianity is anti joy. When God actually created this place in your brain that you can have the capacity to grow into more joy, ultimately in Him. Uh, this past week, or this past uh, fall break, some of us went out to Kunting in South of Taiwan. And Kunting is beautiful. Who's been there? Alright. Yeah. And what I love about the beach, you guys, or about the ocean, is that. And the beach is cool because it, it's deep enough where, you know, me and Rich, we have snorkeling, we saw all these beautiful fish. I mean, it's deep enough for us to enjoy it as adults. Uh, but it's also shallow enough, right, where my kids, uh, they can jump in and they can play, and they can play on the sand or in the water. And I feel like that's what the Bible declares about joy, that it is deep enough where you and I can spend the rest of eternity not even reaching the depths of the joy of God. And yet it's something that He gives us a taste of right now, even while we're here. 
Okay, so biblical joy is number one, it comes from God, He created it, He's the source of joy. Number two, it comes from what He's done as we preach the gospel to ourselves and meditate on the gospel, joy comes in our hearts. Number three, joy is a gift to through the Holy Spirit. Alright, so finally, guys, how can we be a community that's marked by joy? Um, I, thought, I thought about how many churches do I know or that I've been a part of where you would say that church is marked by this biblical deep joy. You know, we celebrate when, when, when uh, someone comes to Christ and they get baptized. We celebrate that. And so I think what's, the, what's amazing about the Bible is it presents the early church as a church that had joy in the midst of suffering. It had, it had joy when they saw God do powerful things. And so I thought, okay, here's some things that we can do practically, that you can do practically uh, to be a more joyful person or to uh, be marked by joy in the community. Uh, number one, celebrate. Uh, be uh, more grateful, right, for what God has done as you express gratitude, joy begins to rise in your heart. And I think a lot of us might be surprised when we reach heaven, it's going to be this huge party uh, praising and dancing and celebrating what Jesus has done for us and who Jesus is. And so even this morning as we're worshiping and people are clapping, people rejoicing, like that is a picture of what eternity is going to be like. We can start now, so let's celebrate. Let's have parties more together. Right, the second thing that we can do uh, or apply to our lives to be a more joyful community or a more joyful person is actually we can practice the gifts of the Spirit in the body. What's interesting about the word joy and the word for spiritual gifts in the Bible is it has the same root word. So just follow me with for a second. Right? Okay, so the, the, the Greek word for joy and the Greek word for spiritual gifts, they have the same root. And so what the Bible tells us is that as you and I come together and as we practice the gifts of the Spirit, we begin to have joy in our hearts and you begin to have joy in your heart. And as we gather together, guys, the Bible is very clear. We all have something to bring. Have you guys thought about like a huge, like your favorite potluck dinner or, you know, we all bring like our favorite dish and we all enjoy what each other has brought? 
菜，然后呢去看到哇，你带什么菜这样子的一个场合。That's what church is supposed to be like. We're like we're bringing what we have our best to the Lord. We each get to share what we brought. They, oh man, this is great. This is good. 教会的恩赐其实就像是一家一道菜那种感觉一样。哇，这个都不一样。And so, one of the enemies, guys, of joy is going to be loneliness and not actually gathering with the body. 可是仇敌呢，他却不要我们欢喜快乐，他要我们孤单。And so, if we want to be a community that's marked by joy, you guys, we need everybody here to be involved, exercising your spiritual gift for the building up of the body. 如果说我们要成为一个喜乐的教会，我们要知道如何的去给别人看见我们所有的这个属灵的恩赐，去分享。Right, the third one is is a guard your time with the Lord. 那第三点，你讲到说你们要保持跟神的关系。That there's joy that comes from being in His presence. He says that at the right at the right hand of pleasures forevermore. 在神的面前，我们满足的喜乐，在他的右手边，我们有永远的福乐。这个神在他面前，你在你花时间在他面前是可以有的。So just guard your time. Guard your time. You spend with the Father. Hear His voice. Read His Word. And joy will rise up in your heart. 一定要花那个足够的灵修时间，听他的声音，读他的话语。But joy doesn't come from necessarily doing things for Jesus or talking to other people about Jesus. That's good. But ultimately, joy comes from being with Jesus. 为耶稣做一些事情，或者是跟别人讲福音呢，都很好。但是不会因为这样子，你得到喜乐。And so, if you're someone that struggles with anxiety, struggles with fear, you feel like you haven't experienced joy, I would just challenge you to look at your day and say, "How can I guard this time that I can spend with the Father, hear His voice?" If you have anxiety or this fear, then spend time with God. I guarantee you, you will get His joy. The fourth and final thing that we can do to be a community that has biblical joy is. Preach to your pain. That 另外一个最后也是最后一点哦，要怎么样成为一个喜乐的人或喜乐教会，就是呢，来对你的痛苦讲道。There's this famous pastor. His name is Charles Spurgeon. One of you guys have heard of him. 听过斯布珍吗 ？It's actually the 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 first mega church that ever existed was this church. 那他呢是开始这个。And he was a guy that reached, you know, thousands and thousands for Christ. That he 为主呢接触了成千上万的这个信徒 And yet he was someone that had this severe struggle with depression. 可是他却受到这个忧虑，呃，是忧忧郁症哈，这个所扰 And what he says is this. 他这么说 He says, Have you realized that most of your unhappiness in life? Is due to the fact that you are listening to yourself instead of talking to yourself. That you have, he he really wrote. He said, "You have you found out? Actually, many things are you telling yourself." As you wake up in the morning, and already you have these thoughts, right, about who you are or what you've done, right? Is you wake up in the morning, and you already have these thoughts, right, about who you are or what you've done, right? Is you wake up in the morning, and you already have these thoughts, right, about who you are or what you've done, right? Your heart about who Jesus is and what He's done. Ah, Simon Zhen is 这么讲，你不要再这样子起来去想这件事情，而是开始来对你自己讲道，然后告诉自己说呢，耶稣是谁，为你做了什么事。And so, if you want to be someone that's marked by joy, hey, preach to your pain. 如果说你要成为喜乐的人，你就对
The pain is real, the suffering is real, but it will not and it does not have to define who you are. And so there's just a little acronym, it's, I mean, it's kind of cheesy, but whatever. Um, and it actually goes kind of against my first point, but it's easy to remember. Happy. Um, the point is, right, that the world has a definition for happiness, but biblically, this is what we see joy and happiness look like. Yes, and everyone hear the Father, guard your time. We gotta be in the Word. Number two is accept grace. It's the gospel, right? Repent and believe, repent and believe, and joy will rise up. Uh, finally, be party and celebrate His goodness. And sometimes celebration is more powerful than even like having a crusade. Just celebrating in the midst of pain, God's goodness is even more powerful sometimes than like hitting the streets. The second thing is participate in the body. And the final one is yield to the Spirit. And I believe you guys, as we talk about this message of good news of great joy, that if we apply the gospel and apply these things to our heart, that we will be a community and people marked by joy. Yeah, finally, should end with this story. Uh, there's, a, there's a story of this guy back in the 1800s, and he was this really successful real estate guy. He had a lot of uh, uh, properties, and he made a lot of money. Uh, not only that, but he also had this huge family. Really successful. Um, and in the same year, all of his properties in New York City burned down. Not only that, but in the same year his properties burned down, his family was traveling from England to where he was, and his family drowned and died. How would you respond to that? Well, the, the guy that this story is about, he actually wrote these words. When peace like a river, it is well, it is well. And I believe that this guy's name was Horatius Baffert. He wasn't writing those words and singing those words as if like, oh, everything's great and everything's awesome. No, he was reaching down to the depths of his heart. He was preaching to his soul saying, even if these things happen because Jesus 
has died for me and he is alive, it is well, it is well with my soul. But it is ours in the gospel. It takes the time to respond this morning. Jason's just going to play for us. And let's stand together. What I'd like us to do is, I mean, as always, uh, we are available to pray for anyone here. Um, so if you're someone that wants to, uh, if you if you just want to have more joy, you want someone to pray that the Holy Spirit would allow you to experience joy, uh, we want to do that. Um, and, and, and then, as always, if, uh, if you need healing in your body, we'd love to pray for you. There's actually two people that we pray for that, by God's grace, seem like there's actually healing. And that's because God is good. Uh, and also, if, there, if there's someone that you'd like to pray for, we just release you to do that. And if you uh, if you're just if you're gonna stay in your seat, just meditate on the gospel of God has done for you. And so we're gonna take some time just to respond now. Uh, so there will be people up here that are that are available to pray. And then after that, we will have communion together and celebrate uh, what God has done. Uh, so we'll be here if you need prayer, and, and uh, we'll take a moment just to respond and then sing together.